This is the 343 Podcast. I'm your host, John Pronich. Welcome to the show. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the 343 Podcast. On this episode, I am going to read an article that was written by Christian Lavers. And you might recognize Christian's name from being the president of the ECNL. It's an important position here in the United States to be in charge of one of the biggest youth soccer leagues. And this post that Christian wrote that I'm about to read you is also very important. Christian decided to write a piece to explain the difference between a curriculum and a methodology. And if you are a regular listener of this podcast, you know that we talk about a proven methodology quite a bit. And I've also used the words curriculum. Uh, I've, I've definitely thrown around the word methodology. Uh, but this post by Christian, or this article written by Christian, is a good explanation and a good framework for understanding the difference between the two. So what you are about to hear is my reading of Christian's article that was originally published on Soccer America's website. And if you would like to find the link to the original post, you can find that on 343coaching.com, as well as all of the information and all of the benefits of the 343 proven coaching methodology and the online courses that teach it to you. So if you want more information about that, or if you want links to Christian's work or Christian's Twitter, you can find all of that on 343coaching.com. All right, let's let's get into this. What you are about to hear are Christian's words, not mine. But I hope that you enjoy this episode of the 343 Podcast. Closing the gap between curriculum and methodology, a necessity for development, written by Christian Lavers. One of the most common proofs of development expertise referred to by clubs across the country and frequently described as such to their members is the club curriculum, in air quotes. This often described but rarely seen document is considered a guiding North Star when many describe the process for teaching and developing young players within their club. But while a club curriculum is helpful and positive, a curriculum-driven perspective reflects a need for significantly more thought and study that, if undertaken, would greatly improve the development environment for millions of players. The word curriculum, the scope of the document itself, and its role within a club's processes must be properly understood to create a better learning development. More specifically, a deeper discussion of what a curriculum is and is not, and how it relates to the other tools of learning and development, 
must occur in order for development promises to become development realities. A curriculum is defined by Merriam-Webster as the courses offered by an educational institution. Put another way, a curriculum is a catalog or listing of topics. While an exhaustive curriculum is certainly important in identifying all of the concepts that must be taught to young soccer players in their formation years, a curriculum itself says nothing about the order in which these topics are taught, the manner in which they are taught, how they interrelate, and many other incredibly important concepts in learning. So in other words, while a curriculum is an important starting point in development, considering a curriculum alone sufficient for good development is like considering a foundation slab and framing sufficient for a good home. Coaches could not claim to be development experts if their work was based on a book titled 1001 Drills for Soccer Coaches. But that is, in effect, what is communicated when curriculum alone is considered evidence of expertise. Reliance on curriculum alone shows a fundamental misunderstanding of the learning process, raising serious questions about how much learning and development actually occurs within the club. Beyond the very basics of having a curriculum, what clubs should be based upon and what parents and young aspiring players should be looking for is a clear and consistent methodology within the club across all age groups. This difference is far more than semantics. It goes to the heart of learning. Returning to the dictionary, a methodology is defined as the methods and principles used for doing a particular kind of work, or a system of methods used in a particular area of study. A methodology, as contrasted with a catalog of topics and drills, is what distinguishes a plan for long-term and progressive learning from a randomly selected set of exercises randomly implemented. A methodology addresses all of the following. Number one, what is taught? The topics themselves, or as described here, the curriculum. Number two, when it is taught? The order of learning and the duration of focus. Number three, how it is taught, the activities themselves, and the manner of educational intervention. And number four, the frequency of repetition and progression, when and how to advance in complexity. A methodology in a soccer club should lay out in great detail all of the topics that must be taught to fully develop a player from 6 to 18, the order in which they are taught so that they progressively build sophistication, the manner in which they are taught most effectively, and the logic or guidelines for progressing in complexity. A soccer methodology should also be anchored by the concept of a club game model, or a similar structure, that represents what the desired end product looks like in great detail in all four moments of the game and in different areas of the field. Creating a complete methodology can fairly be considered the lifetime work of an expert. It is a process that never ends, 
because the methodology itself should be constantly evaluated, adjusted, and modified to reflect changing beliefs, cognitive understanding, and the ongoing evolution of the game. The intimidating scope of what is encompassed within a real methodology makes it far easier and more practical to borrow from existing methodologies than to create a new and unique one yourself. But every club must actually have a methodology to truly call themselves a club. As Doug Lemoff stated, without a methodology, clubs are really a shopping mall, a collection of loosely affiliated teams, mutually branded and organized around a common location, but independently run based on whatever set of myths, beliefs, and philosophies each independent coach ascribes to. A club must have a methodology because it is the methodology that is the foundation of the connections between age groups, the link between learning across age groups, and the common bond between coaches at different age groups. A methodology is fundamentally what transforms a group of teams wearing the same jersey at different age groups into a club with a learning trajectory that consistently goes up and to the right from age to age. There are many areas where different methodologies may have different, even opposing components. And of course, the game model to which they fundamentally connect can be very different from one club to the next. But there are more areas where every methodology should look familiar. For example, every methodology should be based on the same science-based principles of teaching and learning and on the same objective components of the game. A methodology that does not provide a learning plan for each topic, a set of processes for scaling complexity that ultimately concludes with the 11v11 game, or that does not account for the four moments within the game, attack, transition to defense, defense, and transition to attack, is not a complete methodology. It would be inaccurate to state that curriculum is unimportant. Deep, long-term learning requires a curriculum, but a methodology and consistently enforced implementation of that methodology, another major gap in many clubs, is what ultimately translates topics for learning into learning of topics. As coaches and directors, we should all be studying various methodologies employed across the world at top development centers and espoused by top thinkers in the game and considering how they compare, contrast, and align. Instead of placing curriculum as the end of intellectual exploration, we would all do better to view a methodology as a living document created through constant study of the game, frequent discussion with or modeling from experts, and reflection on efficacy of various methods personally applied. In the end, coaches and clubs that can distinguish between a curriculum and a methodology and who actively seek to create the latter instead of passively clutching to the former, will be certain to be better at moving players from their current state of play and understanding to a better future state of play and understanding.
right. Thank you for listening to another episode of the 343 podcast. Just a few parting thoughts. One question that Christian posed in this piece really stood out to me the first time that I read it. And that question was, what should the end product look like? Well, immediately, I thought of all of the random shit that I see on soccer fields on a weekly basis. But I also thought of the 343 methodology. And I thought of how the end product is meant to look like Barcelona when we have the ball, Chile when we don't, and Real Madrid when we want to win it back and counter. And another thing that Christian alluded to was that it's way easier to copy an existing methodology than to create one out of thin air. And he's absolutely right. You should totally copy or straight up steal from someone else. And over time, you should put your own flavor on it. But when you're considering who you are going to copy, whether you're thinking about taking a USSF course or buying a coaching book or taking a trip to Spain to learn from some youth development guru, just think long and hard about the source and ask yourself if they're offering you their own proven methodology or is it something else? Just give it some thought. Because when I use the word proven when describing the 343 methodology, it's because it has helped to develop the best 2000, 2001, and 2002 players in the country and has made them key members of the United States and Mexican youth national teams. And it also helped those players sign pro contracts as teenagers. And it also helped their teams earn three consecutive trips to the DA finals. So who are you learning from? What is their methodology? And most importantly, can they prove it? You can learn more about the 343 methodology by visiting 343coaching.com. All right. Thank you for listening. <laughs>